This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. The last podcast of 2022, can you believe it? I don't want to say, you know, that... You know, something is impossible that I might crawl out from under a rock and decide that uh, we'll do some kind of a bonus podcast. But uh, my intentions right now that this will be the last and that we'll come back on Monday. Is Monday New Year's Day? What's the calendar say here? I didn't really pay that close attention. No. No. We'll be back on the 2nd. January 2nd, 2023 to start the new year. I hope you're ready. I know that I am. I think I am. I've done my planning. I got a little more planning to do. I'll wrap that up this weekend. I'm actually ahead of schedule on a few things. I feel pretty good. My mood is good. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get outside. I'm recording a little early here again today. It's actually 14:15 uh, here, 2:15 p.m. in the afternoon there for you civilian types. And uh, we'll post this up a little bit later, and it'll be the last one. But in the meantime. Uh, my daughter's been cooped up inside. It's been a little cold here. It hasn't been that cold. It got kind of down there, you know, 10, 12 degrees. No, I don't think we hit 10. Uh, but today it's like 45. This is Pennsylvania. And uh, I've been outside. I've been I've been pretty much keeping up with my walking. Boy, have I been overeating. Oh, when does it end? Well, I'll tell you when it ends. No later than Sunday night. It's got to stop. Monday, we're back at it. We'll be talking about it. Get ready. We're going on a journey this year, I promise you. In the meantime, I wanted to share with you some of my big predictions for 2023. Now, you know that I don't like to make predictions, and uh, that is because you never really know. And, you know, predictions are cheap, and when people are right, you know, you see patterns, you kind of see things leading up, and things like, well, then you're right, so I, I, I picked that, I picked that, I picked that. And then sometimes there's some reasoning that you can apply. I've applied my reasoning to predictions that Facebook would no longer exist and Amazon would, would falter in some way and all that's coming to fruition in some way. Microsoft will be gone, I promise you. Google seems to be dipping. Thank goodness. Thank goodness this horrible error is moving beyond us, this, this digital movement. I say, great. Maybe we can get back to good old-fashioned newspapers. That's not one of my official predictions, though. But generally speaking, I don't like to make predictions. Today, I want to make a couple of predictions for you. All right, ready? Prediction number one, and you can take this to the bank, I promise you. As 100% as, as, as death and taxes, the national debt will increase in 2023. What do you say? I think we're in agreement that that's definitely uh, going to be the case next year, don't you think? Uh, my second big prediction, thank you for that great applause, by the way. Uh, it's amazing how we can communicate like this through the, through the digital airwaves um, that you can applaud there at home. And there it comes back through the microphone. I don't know how that, how that works. Uh, but here's my second big prediction, and that is that climate change and white nationalist will be the most used terms of 2023. What do you think? I'm going to say the media can't let go of it. They'll never let go of it. Climate change and white nationalists, the most used terms of 2023. Um, what's this one? Uh, thank you for the laughter. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Troy Aikman will come out of retirement to face Aaron Rodgers 
in the 2024 Super Bowl. There seems to be no age limit. What do you think? I don't know. No, what? What kind of response is that? I don't know. Nobody likes, nobody likes even watching football anymore. Well, here's my big one. You ready? This is my big one, number four. Ultimately, Biden will go down in 2023, and he will go down. And this is probably the reason you don't see much of him now. He has this disease. It's called uncontrollable flatulence. Unfortunately, it comes out of his mouth. I don't know if it's a real condition, uh, but he seems to suffer from it. And I think it's going to hopefully root him out in 2023. We'll see. Lots of big stories. I figured out why Biden sleeps in so late, by the way. I told you the other day it's been scientifically scientifically proven that you wake up in the morning a little bit taller. Well, of course, you know, tallness is, a, is, a, is you know, at least in certain circles, a dominance trait to some degree and uh, a competitive edge. So Biden, the buffoon, he thinks that sleeping till noon is going to give him some kind of a, a competitive advantage because he's going to be a one one twenty eighth of an inch taller. I don't know. People like him, they'll waste time. Um, just to impress people, not really interested in created or doing anything. And look at it. What has he ever created or built or done? Nothing as best I can tell. Um, you know, as far as predictions are concerned, of course, I don't run in Biden circles. Uh, but I can tell you that most of my friends, at least in terms of uh, looking at the future here in America, they're depressed. We have, um, I have a friend out, uh, I was mentioning the other day, was down there in El Paso visiting uh, his son, an Army officer, talking about firsthand what was going on at the border. I was looking at some live cams, by the way. I don't know. I mean, you just step back a second. Step back a second. You know, uh, you see these children on the sidewalks, and I don't want to start getting all soft. You think babies and cages, and I don't want to go through all that. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to, like, pile on the drama to convince people. But for the love of God, there's a humanitarian crisis going on. And I I said, talk about predictions, I said a while ago that we needed to build uh, camps, you know, refugee camps down there. They're dealing with, like, 25,000 at a shot. It's incredible. These people coming out of these countries... Just like deserting their their home countries, you know. I was thinking, and no wonder it's so cheap to live down in Central America. Everybody's right. It's like this flip flop going on. I got to be honest with you. I don't know that I have a problem with it. <laughs> I'm like, am I going to get Guatemala out of the? We always joke around. My daughter, she'd like to live in Guatemala. I'm thinking, you know what? I would too. I got an idea. Who I'll, tr- I'll trade like you know maybe I don't know what would you like ten properties? I don't know what you would do. I'm not going to Guatemala, at least not right now. Maybe if I was younger. Anyway. Uh, but look, you look at what's going on on the border. It's av- absolutely devastating. You, you look at the impact on people. And it does, it's not just the, 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 the migrants, the immigrants, the illegal immigrants, whatever term you want to put on it. These are daughters, sons, mothers, fathers. Yes, there's a percentage that are criminals, and that's a big problem. Disease, criminals, uh, handicapped, completely uh, uneducated. All these are, are, are struggles that come with these people uh, that you would have in, in even the best of circumstances, which this certainly is not. Uh, but it's not at all limited to that. 
It's limited to the police that are put under increased stress and the school teachers and the school systems and the neighborhoods and the working parents here and everybody, uh, the traffic, all of it, the, the border patrol, all the stress and financial hardship and the, the destruction of a culture, even if for no other reason than it's not being handled properly. What am I talking about? Bringing these people in and taking them through an immigration process that they can be vetted and assimilate on some level. Dump them on the streets all over the place. I've been saying this from day one. This is not humane. It's it's become the, the modern day indentured servitude. We, oh, we give them a backpack and a cell phone. Like, oh, look. And a, and a bus ride and, and dump them on the curb in Washington. Look at all we did for you. <laughs> and look, I'm not saying we owe them anything, right? There's two sides to this. I'm not. I'm not arguing to give them a daggone thing. I'm not saying necessarily. No, quite frankly, we need the immigration. I've also been arguing fix the immigration. Why do you need a lawyer to migrate here? If we want to allow people, more people to migrate here, then allow them to migrate here. Change the laws. The problem is that people don't. That whatever they want to say. The, the really, the, the majority is racist against it. That's just a fact. And there's a lot of ways that you could look at all that. You know, what is, what is some country, a culture, just to allow itself to be overrun? You say, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. we have this land here. These are our borders, and you have yours. You're having problems. How does that obligate you, us, to allow you to just take over what we have here, which is what's happening? Because the politicians play on the lack of agreement. You have many people that want a secure border. I would say the majority, but some who don't. You have many who benefit off of that insecure border. A huge mountain of attorneys in every city across the country, immigration lawyers. Look it up, do a Google search. Immigration lawyers near me. You could be out on the, on the North Pole and you'll find one. Doesn't matter. Why is that? All of them making money. Somebody's paying them. The huge amount of money that's, that's put into uh, all these other programs and, and churches and people making money off of it. People sacrificing too. But the bottom line is when, you, when I look at this latest go around, I talked about it the other day, where we're dropping uh, immigrants, illegal immigrants off in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve, right? Couldn't be more dramatic. Christmas Eve with women and babies, you babies, man. I've heard it all at this point. And like I said, I'm not going to get all dramatic. They were scooped up, and I'm, I'm sure they were up in the in the in, in the Belvedere by uh, by by high by nine o'clock, all tucked in with a nice hot cocoa. I'm sure they were well taken care of. We got to see that you know the tearful. So look. His shoes untied. He's wearing shorts. He's wearing shorts because the bus was too hot. <laughs> because he's suffering, believe me. I doubt there was much of that going on. I don't know. Who, do I, who am I to judge? I'm not judging anybody. I know this. That's not how you treat people. How, how is it productive to the situation? It's not. Not politically. Not practically. And not from a from a Christian perspective, and not from a human perspective. I can't go along with it. We've got to come up with a better way. Maybe that should be the new slogan. You know, make America great again. For whatever reason, seems to have tanked. Can you imagine that? How is that not popular? I don't quite get it. But maybe the new slogan 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 should just be just do better. 
Just do better. That's all I'm asking. Our, our, our political class, really, that's what we're asking in our media. Just do better. Do better telling the truth. Do better making sure that, that treat, people are treated properly. Equitably, you say. You create these new terms. Is that what you call equitable? I don't know. It's wrong what we're doing. We're hurting ourselves. We're hurting these poor people. And, and uh, you know, I don't know. I don't see anything constructive coming. We need to fix it. This immigration problem has been going on my whole adult life. Probably my whole childhood, too. I just didn't really focus on it that much then. I don't know. As far as predictions, I think people are beginning to see the truth. I don't know. Is it going to matter? Everybody's just, like, disgusted at this point. Like, wow. Almost. It's like it's like when you see the kitchen in your favorite restaurant. Like, wow. <laughs> it wasn't what I thought. It wasn't what I was hoping to see. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we've seen too much pulling back the veil. You get to see the underbelly. It's like anything. Even in churches. I remember a pastor friend said this, you know, you go into church and everybody's singing Kumbaya and you think everything's happy-go-lucky. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Go into some of the private rooms and have a little discussion and you'll you'll find that there's a lot more to it than that. I don't know. I think the big challenge in, in going forward is getting viable grassroots candidates, people that know what they're doing, that can actually make a convincing argument, convince people that uh, we need to do better. Just do better. That's it. I think that's actually a good slogan, don't you think? Just do better. Nonpartisan. Good. Not too prideful. It's actually, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, when you when you bow down? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, did I say we'll be back Monday? I said that already, didn't I? I got a couple stories. I want to mention something else to you, though. I, I, I didn't see it up here. Oh, oh, what have I done? I could, do, you know, do the responsible thing and... Uh, and pause this, but I'm not. I wanted to share with you some of the things I went back and looked at, um, downloaded, actually. It's kind of cool the way this system works. I've been telling you about these new um, upgrades that we've been working on. It's really been fascinating, really. That's not what I wanted to do either. What's wrong with me? Um, I downloaded all the articles, every link from the past year. 316 pages or something like that. Uh, and that's just the links. That's just the links. Unbelievable, right, that we've gone over that much. Um, well, going through this, it's really fascinating. This thing even takes a, a time to open up here in Google Documents. really incredible. So much information that we have covered. I was actually really proud of this when I started thinking about it. The information that I've been able to share here, there was a couple of highlights. Fentanyl vaccine, that wasn't that long ago. Um, Andrew Torba, Elon is making the same mistake Trump did. You do not appease the enemy. You do not seek their approval. You crush them politically, culturally, etc. That's uh, the owner of Gab commenting on the new owner of Twitter, Elon Musk. Um, <clears throat> kind of funny how that whole story's panned out over this year, right? Look at how that came about. Rival Korea's scramble warplanes. Uh, this has been going back and forth all year. North Korea, South Korea. A wide. Uh, this was after the Nancy Pelosi uh, story. Remember that whole thing around the election? Paul Pelosi in his underwear. 
with a, with a hammer in his pants or whatever was going on there. I don't know. <laughs> All of a sudden, a wide majority of America, that was what they told us before the election. You haven't heard anything about it since then. Oh, yeah, if you don't vote Democrat, you should probably be afraid of violence. I told you. I told you. They'll ask you nicely. It doesn't mean they won't ask you twice. The second time won't be. When was this? I don't have a date on this. That's really crazy. Let me see if uh, if the link will have a date by any chance. November 4th. Wow, my son's birthday. 150 shots fired down in Kensington, six miles from our house, something like that. Homeless plan for Portland. What is this? Uh, oh, yes, the council out there. This is going to be interesting to watch. <clears throat> Very interesting to watch. I wish I had a better resource. Like if I had a, like a, a staff, I'd be like, hey, I want you to track this issue. So if you remember, Seattle basically came out and said that they needed to, they're going to they're cleaning up the encampments and providing funding for homelessness, but the funding wasn't approved. It was the craziest thing. So the question is, is that is that promise even going to be remotely delivered on? There's a lot of pushback on uh, any any taxes, any tax increases out there. Uh, Twitter employee says he was fired while sleeping, woke up, locked out of his email. Remember that? Remember all the whining? He's firing. Nobody cared. Oh, the Twitter employees losing their jobs. I'll tell you what. Here's your severance package. Why don't you take the latte machine with you? They're all crying. You're not going to get free lattes either? <laughs> if, if Elon would have just done that, he could have appeased them. Listen, I'll tell you what. Uh, you got two options. They give you free lifetime lattes. You can stop by anytime you want or just take the machine. How's that? $30,000 latte machine. You can hock it on eBay, whatever you want. All right? Take a machine and go. I don't know. What, what do you have to say about it? Nothing, really. Um, Jasim Abid said that he was fired while sleeping. I look at all this, I'm like, AI-generated nonsense. I wonder how far you could go with this AI-generated nonsense. It's spooky to me what's going on with this. It really is creating an alternate. Jasim Abid, does that sound like a real name to you? Even Elon Musk is even questionable. I don't know. Um, this was back November 4th. I reported this to you. Chaos hits New York as illegal aliens overwhelm the court system. This problem that they're creating down there, too, by the way, is that they're creating a huge bottleneck down there, which is going to run waves through the cities and everywhere else. Uh, and let me tell you something. This stuff has, has a high possibility of turning violent. you got these, these big crowds of people. Um, they've been cooped up. They've been pushed around halfway across the world, trying to just whatever, get on with their life. You're going to have people in there with uh, mental health needs, anger issues. You watch. You watch. You don't think that like an out-of-control riot of uh, – this is kind of my, my, my vision. I, I don't, you know, this is you know, pure speculation, but – I'm always trying to think in terms of what are our vulnerabilities. And, you know, where we're our proximity, uh, you know, people say, well, in a grid-down scenario, you guys are close to Philly, you should get out of there. People walk out of the city, and I'm like, eh, we're, we're pretty far out. I mean, it would take quite a bit. Um, not that that couldn't become an issue if there was not, uh, you know, mass movement across there. Uh, but we got pretty good defenses for that kind of thing. Not that if, like, but I think of, like, a wave of, like, 20,000 people coming through. 
Could you imagine? What would you do? What would you do? What could you do? You'd start to to, to push back on the ones in the front. They could just spread out. What would you do? I don't know. It could really quickly overwhelm systems. And don't think for a second that, oh, that somebody else is thinking about this and that there's some kind of um, a massive plan in place to deal with this. Obama was out talking during the during the election. There was uh, talks in the House of Representatives about a, a gold-backed currency. Russia and China talking about a gold-backed currency. And, uh, you know, uh, it was on my buddy Stan's radio show today, and uh, he made a point. He said, um, he, said uh, he thinks it's time for the United States to step down as the financial leader. He thinks it's going to be better for everybody. And uh, I try to try to uh, try. I think I tend to, to to agree with that, and I hope we're right about it. I remember reporting on this back in October, midterm election mega donors. This is combined. This is um, the top eight for of all donors of all um, midterm election donors. Number one, who was almost double number two. Okay, number one was George Soros. George Soros, and, and let me just see here. One, and George Soros was, uh, you know, two thirds of all the others combined, all going to Democrats. Sam Bankman Freed, he was a, so one fifty. Let me see. Yeah, Republicans still brought in more money in the top, but those mega donors. If they didn't have those, it would have been a, a huge sway. In fact, that's probably what pushed it over the edge. If I had to guess, that's what's pushing Obama. Probably Soros. That's probably a Soros creation. He's like, yeah, what would this cost me to pull this off? Probably very excited. His investment has probably done very well. Um, let's see. Federal government, departments in the federal government can contribute money to political campaigns. I don't know that we ever got to the bottom of this, but it seemed to be true. I, I don't know how it can be, quite frankly. Federal government departments that are giving money to political campaigns? It seemed to be. I remember checking into it. All right, let me go back a little further here. What's this? Being outside. When was I talking about this? I don't have the date in here. Uh, Friday was a bit of a rough day, not feeling so well, recovering from COVID. Was this the last bout of COVID? Hmm. I think it might have been. Boy, I was writing a lot here. I was really rambling on. I wrote all that. I don't know. I'm not going to share that today. Paul Pelosi's attacker. That's old news. Where's this at? An unseen hurdle awaits battery recyclers. Many lose power before the EV market matures. People are nuts buying all these electric vehicles. They have no clue. Um, Here's something that got missed. I was thinking about this the other day. It hasn't really been talked about. Back in October, the Federal Reserve invited public comment uh, for proposed rulemaking um, to resolve large banks in an orderly way should they fail. In other words, uh, they're planning for their failures. This was a post, you know, this is an interesting conclusion. <clears throat> the vast majority of trans children are from blue states. Uh, this proves that it's child abuse for a normal natural occurrence. It wouldn't be regional. Pretty interesting. Kid Rock said, I don't know when this was, somewhere back over the year, 
prison inmates do more to stop pedophilia than our own government. Um, <laughs> Kanye, the whole Kanye story. It's been quite a year, wouldn't you say? The whole voting scheme, is it going to get blocked? You know, I think there's people that are optimistic that it may get fixed. And it has to, I keep saying this, that the Democrats, they can't allow it to continue because it's consumed them. You know, even even they wouldn't allow uh, allow with this. I don't know. James Woods, why are we negotiating with our own government? Uh, if the United States federal government were to pay $1 million to a British spy to upset an American presidential election, could that be a crime? Do you understand that's plain true right now? The Russiagate was a lie. They were the ones doing it. It was the FBI. They just played it wrong. It backfired on them. Trump was able to twist it in his favor, and it blew up. I don't know. Maybe there were some Russian firms involved, probably paid for by the FBI, if I had to guess. They were paying steel. That was money. And now you come to find out that they were censoring in the media. And, and this is not a crime. These aren't high crimes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you say it's not. I don't know how people aren't getting rounded up and going to jail. It's amazing to me. Now they're openly calling. Who was it? Um, oh, it was the that that uh, she mail in the in the the White House uh, tranny there with for the medical thing, Surgeon General or what? I don't know what's what's her name, Rachel Raquel from Pennsylvania, and she's openly saying she's like and 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 social media companies should censor tranny disinformation. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you out. They can use that. This is the, the that's the sound of hate. That's what they would say. Yeah, I don't hate anybody. I hate liars. How's that? Let's start there. FBI offered former British spy behind the discredited P tape dossier up to one million dollars, according to this report right there in MSN. Came out to be true. I said it. I put this all together. Back when it was happening, all this stuff is in plain view. Obama was taking a few shots at the Democrats, getting things stirred up. Um, what will happen if Trump returns to the White House? Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Uh, clinics offer free vasectomies, citing a surge in demand. Isn't that funny? Roe v. Wade was reversed, and life went on. That was a big win for Democrats in the midterm. So what? Ending that was even better. Tulsi Gabbard uh, denounces control. I don't know. Mastriano, that whole story. Man, oh, man. So much. Let me go down here a little deeper into the into the bottom of the pole, uh, bottom of the well here. Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. Does anybody remember that? Remember when Biden was whining and the oil companies were making money? You're making profits off everybody else. What does Biden do? Oh, well, that's different. It's different because he considers uh, equity, (laughs) whatever that means, equity. Uh, considering, Considering my equity, I can tell you that. Uh, what else do we have here? The Wagner Group, Dr. Oz. Oh, do you remember how worked up I got about that? The Marines leaving Afghanistan? Was that really this year? I can't believe how much has happened. Really crazy. State agency targets Winwood Restaurant over drag shows. Yeah, they're saying, look, this is indecent in content. There's rules against that kind of thing. Now you know why. Good. Thank goodness there are. 
So there was a lot that went on. Election scam, the war in Ukraine started this year, right? It did. Absolutely it did. Seems like it's been a million years now, but it really hasn't. COVID's basically washed away. I mean, it's come back. Everybody's sicker than ever. Really are, really. The one thing I have to say, everybody is sicker than ever. But what are you going to do? Is it, was it worth it? That's the Dennis Prager line. We talked about that, too. He said the one thing that people forgot to ask was, you know, what was the, what's the cost? Was it worth it? Was it worth it to shut down the economy, up, upend things financially? I think you're going to see more of it. There's going to be more desperation. There has to. The currency is just um, it's becoming worthless. That's going to become the biggest challenge. And it's going to become the driver of all this lunacy. They're just going to be scratching their heads. Saying, Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You have to. Why do you keep charging on the credit cards? They're not telling you because they need to to pay off the other credit cards. Oh, why are we still borrowing money? Because uh, we have to. Otherwise, this whole thing comes off the rails. And some of the hidden debts are amazing. So what are you going to do? Uh, a couple of recent things. I mentioned this. Google, big shift coming. They're looking at laying people off. The technology is going to change bigly. You watch. It's going to be very exciting, too. Google's done a lot, just from a technological uh, perspective. Chicago Private School backs the dean who taught students about queer sex, exposed by Project Veritas. Another great uh, Project Veritas expose. I really think this is criminal. I really do. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking more about that. Biden to announce $36 billion to shore up the central state's pension fund. I was talking to my brother-in-law about this over Christmas. He works in banking. All of these pension funds are bankrupt. All of them, all of them? Yeah, pretty much. January 6th, I can't talk about it. Oh, FBI, cooking the books on MAGA terrorism. So this is the latest uh, disinformation campaign going on. That they're making it sound like there's this biggest threat to democracy is white males, basically. Uh, Ukraine's in big trouble, as best I can tell. Time will tell on that. We'll only know when there's bodies piling up. There won't be any warning. Who knows what's really going on? Kiev mayor says apocalypse scenario possible in winter. Urges no panic. I guess so far they're surviving. Putin says Russia has not gone mad. Talks about nuclear weapons. I don't know how recent this was. Uh, where was this one? Here's another one I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, another one in Philadelphia. Home invasion at gunpoint came and kicked in the door. I'm telling you, this is the latest thing. McDonald's overworking kids. So here's another weird wave that I saw. I don't know what, what's behind it. Maybe just a cycle of inspections by OSHA or, or the Department of Labor or something like that. But McDonald's was cited. What's this, a, a franchisee accused of overworking more than 100 youths. I think if you dig into it, uh, I don't know. I, I worked a lot harder when I was younger. Believe me, I'm not an advocate of, of uh, you know child abuse or, or violating child labor laws at all. But these were really minor infractions of details that they probably weren't aware of. Interestingly enough, there was another one that came out about Chick-fil-A, kind of the same. Oh, and the, the headline was, Chick-fil-A offers meals instead of pay. Like they're, like, got, you know, um, um, migrants stacked in the, in the store, stock room back there, giving them uh, happy meals and then making them work 10 hours or something like that. And you dig into the story, and uh, it's not really the case at all. So 
anyway, big distortion. I don't know what the attack on the fast food is, though. I really don't. How many people are really eating fast food at this point anyway? I can't say. Maybe it's just, that's the thing. It's like, you know, even though it's negative news that uh, we'll put this out there and uh, it'll draw attention, it'll still drum up business. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Bezos giving his money away. I feel like we talked about that in the past, him and his wife. Violations of public trust. We'll talk more about that next year. So... I want to leave you with this little quote before I let you go for this year, as a matter of fact. And you can think about this getting geared up for next year. Listen to this. pretty fascinating. Uh, Food is the most abused anxiety drug. Fasting is the most forgotten cure. Exercise is the most underused antidepressant. And, uh, boy, that really rung true with me. And when you think about people that have exhibited, like, a certain high level of discipline, um, Goggins, who was that um, that guy who was the uh, the magician there for a while? Remember who I'm talking about? He, like, was in the glass cage for, like, 17 years or something like that, didn't eat or anything, hung upside down by his toenails. Well, anyway, he... Uh, he talked about, you know, becoming comfortable with, with being hungry and only eating to survive and these different things. And here's what I wanted to mention about that. And the reason I bring it up generally, that those things, the food and fasting, which nobody really talks about, maybe a little bit, uh, and, and getting outside and walking, the exercise, uh, in order to help your mental health as well, um, really consider that. The choice of foods that you make and how often you're eating. I mean, it's just, as I dug more into it, it's hard for your body to heal and rest, sleep properly even, when your stomach is packed full. Like the body just doesn't really have the capacity. I shouldn't say it doesn't have the capacity. It doesn't work as efficiently. How's that? Is that that a little bit better? What are you going to do? I'm going to wrap this up. I'll wrap it up exactly the same time as yesterday. Think about it. Amazing. That's a lucky sign right there. It's going to be a great year, 2023. I hope you make some big plans. Start, Start setting the stage now. You'll be glad you did. That way, when the end of the year comes around, at least you know you're going to get to be where you want to be. Now look back with a bunch of regret. Happy New Year. I'll see you back on Monday, January 2nd.